0: podcast is great, but it still needs to be monetized. And you're going to ask me, but why? And I'm going to ask you, Why not monetize your podcast? If you are creating content and you're spending all that time giving value to your audience, why not use that podcast or that show as a conduit to adding to your bottom line? It's kind of a missed opportunity if you don't. So today on the Waste Up Wardrobe Studio for this episode, I'll be giving you the top 10 ways you can use your podcast to monetize, but you know the drill. If you want to hear all I'm going to share, you're going to have to stick around to find out welcome to waste up wardrobe i'm christine vartanian a civil engineer and attorney turned personal style expert and image consultant as the founder of jade for all seasons i am passionate about unveiling the inner confidence of my clients by developing their personal style But is getting dressed up still important in our virtual world? Well, that's where my experience can help with what I call Waste Up Wardrobe. Waste Up Wardrobe is a podcast for all things you need to conduct an outstanding Zoom meeting. It's about how to dress for the camera, but it's not just about the clothes. It's about everything you need to know to show up on brand and professionally for the camera. Join me in the Waste Up Wardrobe studio to discuss how to navigate this virtual world and dominate from behind the desk. Hello, Virtual Nation. Thank you for being here for another episode of Waste Up Wardrobe. And today we are going to wrap up the Waste Up Wardrobe podcasting ABC's uh, series with G. G is for give me the money. And uh, I know that sounds a little bit salesy, but it isn't. It really is about making use of all this value you're giving your audience. And so if you have this opportunity to add to your bottom line with the value you're giving in your podcast, why wouldn't you want to tap into that? And so today we're going to talk about how that works. And I'm going to talk about 10 ways that I have found and researched and done some of that has helped me monetize my podcast, the Waste Up Wardrobe uh, show. But I just want to say one thing, a couple things actually, some housekeeping here. Thank you to Rick Moscoso, uh, the producer who's always in the production room making this entire show go around. And this This is supposed to be a dialogue. I want to hear your thoughts. I want to um, be able to answer questions, so please drop some nuggets in the comments and let me know what you're thinking. Let me know what your questions are. Let me know if you have any great ideas that you can share with the audience. And. Finally, remember, we're on iTunes, so go ahead, go subscribe, rate us and review us and give us some love there. We are also on Instagram and Facebook, as you know, and you can always listen to this replay because we are evergreen on Facebook Facebook at Waste Up Wardrobe. And so I'm going to dive right in. And I'm going to start by saying that monetizing um, really anything in your business is nice and important, right? And that is what we're going to be talking about today. But it is always important to lead with the fact that your listeners come first. You're not monetizing to a point where people are going to get tired of hearing you sell and it turn into this big sales um, campaign, right? That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about really being able to add to your bottom line in a a way that adds more value and gives people the opportunity to continue to work with you so that they can actually get the use and the help of your services and your genius. That's what I'm talking about. It never is about you know making it feel like when people land on a certain show that all they're going to hear about every single episode is what can they buy how else can you sell them something else okay that's not what it is being a go giver is absolutely a value of mine in my business and so it is really important to give value first and be a go giver And then monetizing is usually a byproduct. I mean, we really think about that in so many different ways, right? We always say, do what makes you happy, and then the profit will come. It's the same thing with a podcast. Create a podcast where you're putting in so much great value. You're giving people so much that they then um, feel like they're taken care of. And when they do that, and there's this exchange of information and knowledge, they feel like they want to invest in you. They want to work with you more. And that's where really um where the the start point. Okay. So I just want to start by saying too that there's two main ways of monetizing. There are direct ways of monetizing your podcast, and there are indirect ways of monetizing your podcast. And like I said at the beginning of the show, I'm going to be discussing 10 ways. There are so many really out there, but I'm, I've am i selected the top 10 ways, some of which have worked for me and I've used, and some that I haven't really implemented yet. But top 10 ways of how to monetize. And I'm going to start with a direct uh, podcast monetization and how you do that and, the top, and in that category, five ways of directly monetizing your podcast. And the number one way that I've seen others do, I haven't personally done this actually, is through donations. So simply what that means is if you have a fan base, if you are, um, you know, Out there, and people are listening to you regularly, and they love what you are doing, and they want to support you, they may very well be willing to donate to your program. And you know, that this is done by having sort of a maybe a button somewhere on uh, your show where it says donate now. And I've seen this done, I personally have not done this. Um, I feel like the people or the companies that do this are really people who have a, a Big amount of following and maybe have created major movements behind their work and um, and so they use this opportunity to to ask people to support them and be a part of that and so that would be one direct way of monetizing. The second way um, in the direct monetizing um, space would be um, and it's this is a trend right we're seeing this a lot um, in podcasting is creating these paid membership tiers. So that listeners can pay to get access to different things, like exclusive content, right? A private Facebook group or some uh, podcast swag. So they pay. Um, they pay a, a, a little bit of money to get. Um, any one of these things. And it could be, like I said, it could be exclusive content that maybe you created just for that VIP audience. It could be swag that everybody wants to have. So that is a way that is, I'm seeing like really grow in the podcast monetization arena. And, um, it is, has become a trend that's very interesting to watch. I haven't implemented that myself, but again, um, you know, there are, t- and here's the thing people go, well, I don't have a huge audience. So, how can I monetize? Can I still monetize when I have a smaller audience? And absolutely, there are ways to do that. So, and I will get to so many different ideas of how you can do this. Um, a third way, when it comes to direct monetizing, is selling sponsorship and ads. Uh, sponsorships are the most common ways for podcasters to really monetize their podcast. They basically come to an agreement with a sponsor, where they'll give them ad space or promote them on the show, and f- in exchange for um, you know a sponsorship um, and um, con- contribution to the show, uh, and you know. We've heard so many podcasters say, you know, uh, uh, you know, this is, this episode is brought to you by so-and-so that's a sponsorship position that, um, and an agreement between the show host and the sponsor. So I really would love to hear from the audience. If you have any ideas of how any of these, uh, you know, podcasting avenues of monetizing has worked for you, or if you've heard of these, please drop some uh, nuggets in the comments. And I'd love to bring Rick up here too, because he also will have a lot to say about monetizing podcasts because he does stream for multiple different shows. So when uh, Rick come up here and talk to us a little bit about the monetizing of your podcast and specifically these three that I outlined uh, at the top of the show, you know, donations, have you seen that paid membership tiers or sponsorship spaces?
1: Yes, absolutely. <clears throat> um, uh, uh, donations are the easiest way to reach out to your fan base, you know, if they like your content, they see value in it, then don't be shy to ask for donations that help support the show. I mean, it could be as little as five bucks, um, or, or whatever. And, and depending upon how you have it set up, it could be just a one time thing. Or a more advanced way of doing that is if you are on for example if you're you're broadcasting to youtube like like this show is and you have a certain amount of uh followers and it's an established channel then you can actually start a membership site on youtube and start monetizing your content there you can actually even start blocking out um um you know advanced content uh to people who are on your paid membership inside of YouTube. So as you gather more, that's probably something that you wouldn't do if you only have 10 followers or something, you know, you're just starting. But as your community grows, that's something that you want to consider. It's a more advanced thing on how to um, monetize your your stream. But it's certainly something that you should consider in the long game of the strategy that you have in growing, you know, growing, uh, uh monetizing your your podcast or live stream.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And Susie Hickson is with us today and she actually is loving your Waste Up Wardrobe hat. <laughs> <laughs> See, I told you, uh, you know, I, I love that you're, you know, adding to some of these ideas of, of monetizing. Another way, which I, you know, is number four, is joining an advertising network. Again, that's not something I've done to date, but I've heard of that being done. Um, you know, there's like these advertising networks like Advertise Cast I've heard of and some other ones. Um, And they basically function as that middle person between the host and the sponsor. Have you um, heard of any of those? Or do you have any idea, uh, any ideas on around that?
1: Um, I've only heard of a few people try and do that. But again, they have a a relatively big uh, following, you know, for their live stream or for their podcast. And so, again, that's another option that you should look into as you grow your channel.
0: Right. And sponsorships pay more depending on how many viewers you have, right? I, I know that there are, and I don't know the specific, specifics of this, but if you have a certain number of followers, there's a threshold, then you get this. If you have a, a the next tier up, you get something different. So it's interesting to see how those revenue increases can come in, especially as you grow that circle of influence. So very, very interesting. The fifth one, when it comes to direct... Um, you know, direct monetizing is selling premium episodes. Now, again, this is one that I have not done personally, but I actually am very intrigued by the idea and I can foresee myself doing this in the future. And um, the idea around that is that if you have a fan base and they are listening and tuning into the value you're giving, there's a good chance they will pay premium for premium versions of the content. So for instance, if you have a guest on an episode um, and you've given you know 30 minutes of content on the show, then after the show you spend 10 minutes or another 30 minutes interviewing them on a more, more in-depth and you create like a VIP, you know, um, you know, product there where they can buy it and they can get more value. That is one way to sell those premium episodes or uh, so that Q&A with the special guests or early access to episodes that will be free one day. That's another way to do that. Um, and, um, and just trying to figure out creative ways to really, really get, um, you know, sell the premium episodes. And And Rick, do you have a thought on that?
1: Yeah. um, Let's go back to the YouTube example, because there's ways that you can set up membership tiers um, on Facebook, and you know, along with your regular monthly memberships, um, I've seen where you know, people charge uh, five bucks, if you're a member, they they get a little bit, they get more content than you would uh, for a free subscriber. And then there's different tiers that you can actually establish and and obviously it's up to you to kind of decide how much you're going to give each tier. But it's almost like a a membership site within within YouTube and it's a monthly type of thing. And then, of course, you know, the top tier, whatever that top tier is going to be, it could be a one time thing or it could be a once a month type of thing. But you want you know, you could structure your your content that addresses um, that top paying tier and give them everything you know, give them the advanced yeah. insider's uh uh peek at at everything that you're talking about.
0: Yeah, and you can record that premium content while you're recording your free stuff. I mean you can do off off the air, but you can, mm. you know, just for efficiency's sake, there are ways to do that, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah. So um now, I'd like to dive a little bit deeper into the indirect way of monetizing. And I do a lot of these um, things. So, one of the first ways I started monetizing Waste Up Wardrobe, and this actually came to me a little bit by serendipity. I wasn't, I didn't really actually look for this, although you can. Um, and that is public speaking, speaking engagements. And I'm talking paid speaking engagements. So, when I started uh, Waste Up Wardrobe and the content seemed very timely and people were interested. In it, and they felt like, oh, this content is going to be timely for a long time because it's not going away. Virtual working is not going away. I started getting hired to speak um, on waist up wardrobe and how you show up professionally on camera. And those were paid speaking engagements. And the interesting thing is, um, They were all over the world. (laughs) My speaking engagements ranged from Egypt to uh, Canada, um, and of course, in the United States. And so, really, um, it was so interesting how that just kind of unfolded. And it was they were paid speaking engagements, so it was a really easy way to monetize um, where people were seeking me out. Now. You can also seek out opportunities to speak based on the content you deliver in your show by, you know, by looking at local groups that meet to discuss that niche that you're in and, you know, and proposing that you speak to them. So you can also reach out for that. But the more episodes you record, the more you increase your circle of influence and more people eyes get on the podcast, you'll find that you can really be sought out to have those speaking engagements and get paid for them. So that's one of actually my favorite ways to monetize uh, my podcast because I really, really enjoy speaking with an interactive conversation. You know, like what things have worked, what things haven't worked and why these things are so important. So that's just another way to monetize that I've used. Uh, so create, so number two, when it comes to indirect monetizing is creating and selling a product. Uh, so I've done this where I have created, um, Products. They're service-based products. Uh, So I have the Waste Up Wardrobe Set Solution, where I sell that, I market it to my clients, and um, they 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 invest in it, and I design their set for them. Okay. Uh, I also have a second tier product where I design the set, I teach them how to dress for the camera, and we also go over lighting design. Uh, that is the second tier uh product. The third product I market is a more robust, more comprehensive approach to uh way to a virtual office and we talk uh, we set design, we build a camera closet, we set up lighting and all the technology including microphone and everything else and we go into hair, and makeup and skincare and accessorizing. So it's a little bit more robust, a little bit more comprehensive, but there are three solutions you know, to help people really show up professionally on camera, and every solution has its own price point depending on what they needed most help with. So that was another way that I indirectly really monetized and helped create a product that I sold to my clients um, that was very useful for them and really helped them feel very confident on camera. A third way that I w- haven't done yet, but definitely am looking to do is setting up mastermind slots, like a mastermind, um, would just for people out there who don't really, haven't been, have ever participated in mastermind. It is basically bringing a small group of people together, uh, exchanging ideas, uh, brainstorming on business and uh, coming up with solutions to overcome challenges for each other. And so creating these, selling these mastermind slots can be another unique way to bring some groups together. Like, you know, I've seen people create masterminds for like $97 and you mastermind, uh, together and you get to talk more about the topic, your niche market in relation to their businesses. So, you know, it, this is a bit of a commitment because obviously you have to make the time. There's accountability. People can't not show up because masterminding really largely, uh, largely, uh, uh, is impacted by by people showing up. If you don't, if people don't show up, then they won't. Then it, people will not get the most out of it. And so that's why it's really important to charge that entry fee because people, when they pay, they show up. So, but that is another great idea. And I'd love Rick's um, experience and perspective on this. I mean, have you seen this happen, or what is your thoughts on these three ways that I've talked about? Oh, I, we can't hear your your genius, Rick.
1: Yep, sorry, <laughs> I was muted. So <laughs> um, I can speak to the mastermind portion of it where you you know charge a, a fee, whatever that happens to be. It could be an annual fee, it could be a monthly thing, something easy to, to set up. And especially if you're on Facebook, you can set up a Facebook group, right? Mm-hmm. And make it so it's moderated, you only admit those that have paid to be there have paid the paid the play. And uh, it, it's, it's a great way, because you as the business owner can moderate the group, you can run the whole thing. Um, and like you said, it's, it's, it's going to be relatively a smaller, smaller group of people that really want the advanced stuff. Um, and, and so you can really focus in and hone in and give them the maximum amount of value um with a platform you already have. You know, if you have a Facebook ba- business page, it's easy to do. So, uh, and you can you can set up a an exclusive group and basically it's pay to play, right?
0: Yeah, exactly. And I think people if they are, you know, part of your fan base, if they get so much value from you, they're always going to want more. It's such a great forum to create for that. And yeah, a great see, way to monetize.
1: Yeah, I see a lot of business owners that um they either have, you know, they're doing their weekly podcast, uh, or whatever frequency it is, and then which leads them to a group, it could be a paid or an unpaid group, it doesn't, you know, depends how you structure your levels of membership, Um, that that non paying group could lead to a paid group. Right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Or that non paying group could lead to the paid group or even to a membership site. And so there's different avenues that you can take different options that you can take to monetize what you're doing on a regular basis like this show, and then spider it out into uh, more of a monetized platform.
0: Exactly. And, you know, a lot of coaching programs do that as well. I mean, so sometimes being a pot in a podcast, you're giving so much value, you're really coaching your audience right Uh, into like in this in this show, we coach people to create very professional virtual offices. So it can be, um, you know, even a coaching program that you build in uh, the group around and and monetize in that way. Yeah. Um, So. Number four on indirect uh, monetizing is selling access to an e-course. Now I haven't done this yet, but I am actually working on a course um, to help people who want um, to do it yourself: um, set design and um, building your camera closet. Uh, it is a product that would be priced at a, a more moderate price point than um, than you know one of my three products that. That I do with the client, but it's a great way to monetize yet another way because some people they don't necessarily want it the done with you. They might just want to do it themselves, and to for somebody that wants that kind of a product, it's an easy um, it's an easy add on, and they 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 like engaging in that way. So. You know, um, in my in my instance, I'll be doing a step by step course where I'll be taking the client or the audience members or whoever invests in that in that e-course and showing them how to build their own set from A to Z, how to build their camera closet from A to Z themselves. Uh, It takes a little bit longer. And of course, you don't have me hand in hand, but you have me virtually or you have me in the course recorded telling you what to do. So that I've seen that done before. Those e-courses are amazing. I've actually invested in them myself. Uh, Have you invested in any of those, Rick, or Uh, do you know about those?
1: Oh, yeah, I have. I have many times and they're great. And um, when you think about doing something like that, it doesn't necessarily necessarily have to be like the the premium course right of of course that's that's the goal is to have to set up some kind of premium exclusive course that people can uh pay into but um if you remember early on maybe it was before waste up wardrobe i can't remember but you did a 30-day uh drip right and i can't remember was that a paid thing
0: it was it was a very small entry point, and yeah, it, was it was a 30 day uh, to your you know your your must have basics for spring. I think it was y- yeah
1: yeah yeah. So it was a tiny investment. I mean it yeah, doesn't ha- it, it can be five or ten bucks. Like, yeah, it was I mean, like
0: ten for, bucks or
1: something. Yeah. So for 30 days, Christine dripped out like two three minute videos right every day on. And I'm sorry, I forgot the content, but it was it was really structured well. So every day you got something fresh, something new, and you got it for 30 days. And it was a very minimal uh, investment. So those kind of ideas are great. I mean, there's different ways that you can uh, get get viewers to invest in what you're in your knowledge base and, and give them some really good value.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I really like creating those courses because it gives people the opportunity that wouldn't otherwise uh want to necessarily don't have the time or don't want to invest the bigger price points into uh, really give them some guidance on how do they can do it themselves. Yeah. And finally, I'm gonna talk about affiliate links. And so we do this on Waystep Wardrobe. Affiliate links are I think probably the easiest way to monetize your uh, your podcast, the content that you uh, produce on the podcast. And I'll tell you why, because uh, it is it is pretty easy like to be a, um, an affiliate for Amazon. And on the show, I have to say, I'm always recommending products off of Amazon, like the lighting and the camera and the mics and everything, real, and so many things actually. Um, and so those, when I post those links in the comments, those are my affiliate links. So, what happens there is if somebody's interested in the camera that um, I'm recommending, they click on the link, they go straight to Amazon, they buy off of Amazon, and I get an affiliate percentage, which isn't very large. But think about if you have, you know, 10 people an episode or more do that, then you actually can get a little bit of passive income in a very easy way. And, um, and, and it really is a missed opportunity. And Susie's saying that she's saying that bite-sized e-courses are going to be the way to go rather than a huge eight module signature course that costs thousands and takes 20 hours. I completely agree. In fact, when I have, when I created that other course that Rick was uh, referring to Susie, you know, he, um, we, I wanted short nuggets because people, they need fast, they need effortless, they need easy consumable material and value, right? So it was like, they were like short three minute videos and it left you with one action item. And after 30 days, you got, you get, you came to a a result. And so I totally agree. Um, I, I tend to not be able to get through courses that I buy that have an hour modules. There's just too much, it's too much time in front of a computer to learn, right? I'd rather listen to a live speaker. Uh, but if you take those modules and keep them, in fact, with the uh, one, the course that I'm creating for Waste Up Wardrobe to to show people how to design their own sets, I'm keeping the modules to 10 minutes, a uh, bite-sized 10 minutes. And so they really are <laughs> yeah, we need nuggets. That's right. <laughs> we never finish those long courses. Absolutely. So really, I think from a psychological standpoint, people are more willing to invest in a course that is a little bit more efficient that way and it's easily consumable. And they they not only tend to invest in it, but they also get through it. And that's what you want. You want people to get through the course so that they can promote it for you. Uh, so, I mean, there's so many benefits to really doing it strategically and doing it Right. Ah, uh, what it Rick! You were gonna say?
1: Yeah, I was gonna say too. N- not only is it good for you as a uh, an affiliate, uh, for instance, when you we, when we talk about gear, we talk about apparel or or whatever it is that you drop app- affiliate links uh, in for the audience. But you know, if you have a guest and they're promoting something, you know, mm-hmm. share some love with them. And you know, if they have an affiliate account, use them too because uh, you know all the love kind of just goes around. It'll come around too. Exactly.
0: Well. Exactly. It's like those creating those win-win situations, right, for mm-hmm. everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: I let me add one more thing because yeah. I think this is a piece of. If you have a website and you do a live stream, like 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 we're doing here, we're we're simultaneously broadcasting to Facebook and to YouTube. And one of the time drains as a producer or as a solopreneur, right? If you're doing the show, then you have to blog it if you want to do it properly, and then you have to add the content, and you have to add all these different things to make sure it gets maximum visibility. Well, that takes a lot of time to create the blog posts on your site. And so we found a a really cool tool. And I think Molly had had referred us to this, Molly Mahoney, and it's a a, it's a tool called simple social press, we talked about this, I think in the last episode, Mm -hmm. and it takes this course automatically creates the blog post puts it on your website. And so all you have to do is just add keywords and any cleanup that you want but more importantly in re- reference to affiliate links this is an affiliate product okay right. the i think to buy this course was 67 bucks but the affiliate commission is ridiculous it's 20 bucks right if right. you if somebody else buys it and they refer it back to you and so on on christine's website at the bottom you'll see simple social press and if somebody clicks on that and ends up buying it you know uh it, it's a quick 20 bucks that, you know, Christine sees just for mentioning it. So yeah, you, you can put things like this on your website as well.
0: Yeah. And if Susie, if you're still here, Susie, you know, she's had a podcast before, but she's uh, a rebranding and she's coming up with a whole new amazing concept. And that would be a really good tool for for Susie to, um, to think about, you know, these affiliate links uh, and really anybody, but I, you know, the Philly, the other thing you mentioned is having guests on a lot of the guests, they have their own programs and they will create an affiliate link for me so that I can benefit from advertising it on the show. So that's another really creative way to, to, you know, to to share the love as you would say but create these win-win situations right and uplift uplift everybody and have everybody benefit. So um I'm just going to talk about the money makers for me the ones that I've used and just sum it up because I really you know I was really wondering how I was going to monetize my show when I created it. I did it because again it was timely people needed it. But I didn't really think about the monetizing from the beginning. It kind of just came to me because I really enjoy the show. I enjoy, I look forward to it. I enjoy connecting with the audience members. I enjoy having it, having the show as a piece that up levels my credibility in the industry of styling and image consulting. And, you know, it is, it's become part of my world, my business world. And, you know, my, um, my business coach, Allison Maslin, said to me, she goes, you know, the podcast isn't always going to be the it thing. And she's so right. It's not always going to be the it. It is. It can be your aunt, And that is what it is for me. It isn't the it thing that brings me in all the business, but it definitely up levels my credibility and gives me more social presence and social proof. And it also um it is the ant because i do monetize it and the my money makers that i monetize with is i'm going to say my products that i promote on my website at wasteupwardrobe.com where if you click on there, you will get a description of what those uh, products are. Uh, Product number one, which is your basic, is just help with your set design. Product number two is help with your set design, your camera closet, and your lighting design, which is so important when you're on camera. And then product number three, which is the sort of the Rolls Royce of the products, that incorporates the three building blocks I just mentioned, plus helping with skincare and makeup and hair care and accessorizing for the camera. So as you can see, those three products have yielded me actually some really good income um, and it's really helped my audience members up level their, their vi- virtual presence. And um the other thing I wanted to say, another one that has been a surprising moneymaker for me, it has been the the speaking engagements. Now, I always thought that I had to reach out to people to get those speaking engagements, but what I found is when people were tuning into my show, or listening to the show on replay, or um, or telling their friends about the show, that people started connecting with me and reaching out to me, so that I can be a speaky a speaker at their event. Uh, you know, whether it be a woman's An entrepreneurial event or an International Women's Week event. I've spoken to um, lawyering groups on waist up wardrobe. So, you know, really that had opened up the door on the speaking engagements. And those two ways have really been the major um, money makers. Then you add the affiliate links to that. And that is just something I don't even think about, but I do it. And so the thing is, you know, again, audience first. Being a go-giver first, you need to be focused on the audience and what to give them, and then the profiting will come. We all know that in business. If we're doing something with passion and commitment, the money will come. So I, I just want to be clear that that is truly what this show is based on, because um, because that is ultimately the most important thing. So audience first and um thinking about ways to monetize that is that are reasonable and make sense is the second thing to think about and i you know i would love to have the opportunity to talk to you about the ways that you personally can monetize your very own podcast or your own show. And so drop this hashtag monetize and shine in the comment box. If you want to get on a call with me where we could talk about which of these monetizing pieces would best fit and best suit you. We can even talk about creating products that you can uh, promote as a result of your show. So I would love to have the opportunity to talk to you about that. Drop the hashtag Monetize and shine. And let's get on a call where we can really brainstorm and mastermind about your very own podcast and how you can capitalize on the different avenues of monetization. And you can do that in the replay as well. Drop hashtag monetize and shine and let's get on a call. So, you know how this show ends with the Waste of Word of Weekly Wrap Up and a main takeaway. So, the main takeaway here is remember, audience is first. You always focus on the audience and giving them value. And do think of ways to monetize. Uh, There's nothing wrong with trying to use your platform that you've created, that you've invested so much content in to help improve your, um, your bottom line. Okay? A tip is to think about, you know, which one of these different ways, these 10 things that I mentioned would be best suited for your niche. Because not every one of them would be suited for you. If you have um, a smaller audience, then you probably are not going to seek out as many sponsorships. Although I have seen people with smaller audience do that. It just depends, right? It depends if a spot you can convince a sponsor that that is the best platform for them and that they will it will pay off for them. Um, and tools to use are things like you know advertising networking um, companies. You know are really good to connect. Um, connect you and a sponsor. And the, I've heard of advertised cast. I haven't personally used it myself and Podcorn and Podgrid as places where you can find that connection to a sponsor. So that's a, those are tools worth looking at. And finally, an action item. And I wonder if you know what I'm going to say. I'm going to say take one of those top 10 things that I discussed, one of them, just one of them. The one that's best suited for your content for your show, and think about how, strategically how you're going to get that started. Remember, drop hashtag monetize and shine in the comments so that we can get on a call and brainstorm about how to best serve you in your niche and what kind of what kind of ways of monetizing would best be best for you. Okay. Well, there you have it, the Waste Up Wardrobe Weekly Wrap-Up and the hashtag Monetize and Shine and join us next week as we now have wrapped up the podcasting ABC series and we're going to jump right into another new fresh episode next week. We're on iTunes and Facebook and Instagram so follow us there and subscribe to iTunes and join us next week at 1130 same time, same place on Thursday where we bring you a another fantastic topic where we help you up level your virtual presence and up level everything that you're doing from behind the desk.